Welcome to Inspiration's Beauty Show. This podcast is not only to inspire you to achieve the skin of your dreams, but it's to teach you on how to care for your skin to get your dream skin a reality. Learn with me as I combine my inspirational and spiritual side, along with my skin enthusiast and professional and educated mind. I'm your host, Danielle Cerrone, self-made skincare practitioner, certified esthetician, business owner, beauty blogger, and now Inspiration's beauty show host. My intentions through this outlet is to educate you so that you know everything there is to know about skin and how to care for it. Not only will this podcast help spruce up your skincare routine and uncomplicate the beauty industry, but I'm here to help create you be your own skin master. Each episode will cover a topic to bring you closer to that master status. And the best thing is that this industry is always growing, so we will be learning a lot together. So are you ready? Let's go, Inspirational Beauties. It's learning time. Hello. Obviously, this episode grabbed your attention. Maybe it's because you just love following along with me and you crave more information. Or maybe it's because you are a picker and a popper and you're trying to break that habit. Regardless of the reason, I am happy you are here and glad to be serving you today. Before we get into it, I would love to know how you heard or found this podcast. Was it a referral from a friend? A random stumble upon? Heard me through my Instagram? Are you a client of mine? Would you either toss me a DM, write a review, or just somehow get in touch with me to let me know how you found me and came across this podcast? That would be awesome and super helpful. Don't forget to tag me if you share on socials because I totally want to see and be a part of the celebration. So tag my Instagram at Inspirations Beauty Clinic Inc. and you'll find me there and then that way I can see it. We have all heard at one time or another to not pop or pick our pimples. We have all been told to leave our skin alone. But why? What's the big deal with popping and picking? Or is it just something that we say? Remember, one of my biggest beliefs is that if we understand why we are doing what we are doing or using what we are using, the likelihood of keeping up that healthy habit is much higher. Knowledge and understanding help us tie those loose ends Well, at least in my opinion, it helps tie up those loose ends so we can further enhance our results and keep doing the do. Don't touch your face isn't just something that we say. It has a ton of merit to it. Picking and popping are both habits that are harmful to the skin and can lead to a lot of the same concerns and leaving long-term damage to the skin. The difference with picking and popping is more targeted to scarring and pigmentation Um, Sorry, that's like picking. So picking um, is more targeting to like the scarring, the the damage that it leaves on the skin. Where popping is more targeted to triggering more blemishes or spreading bacteria and damaging the cells that way. Picking a blemish or a scab causes more trauma to the skin in addition to the trauma that the skin has already faced. So if there's a blemish there and the scab has already done its, that's what the, the healing is, the scab, has already had that unfavorable response when trying to heal and the skin gets picked over top of that, it interrupts its healing process, which then causes the scarring, pigmentation, and potentially even more skin concerns. Popping a blemish or popping a pimple causes trauma to the skin in similar ways, leading to potential scarring 
and it absolutely interrupts that healing and popping that pimple spreads the bacteria. A pimples is a pimple is a skin's way of saying, hey, I'm trying to push out this bacteria. There's some invaders here that are not helpful or serving the skin. They're not healthy. I'm trying to push it out. So when a pimple is popped, that's just causing more inflammation and spreading that bacteria that the skin is trying to, um, to, to purge. So let's get into the wrongdoings of picking. Picking a blemish or a scab causes more trauma to the skin in addition to the trauma that the skin has already faced. If there's a blemish or a scab there, it's the skin saying, leave me alone, okay? So we don't listen to our skin and we don't leave it alone and the skin has been picked. This interrupts the skin's natural healing process, which leads to longer healing time, more likely to scar and have that pigmentation on those spots. Picking at the skin causes damage in these ways, but the damage is not just the top layer of our skin. It's not just what we see with our naked eye. When you pick at the, at your skin, it causes texture on your face or you pick at that scab um, that you're you know, that is your main focus or the main thing that's bothering you about your skin, you're damaging the cells around that area. So you're weakening the skin's strength and the skin's health. So not only are you picking that scab off, but the skin surrounding that scab is also facing some damage. When you pick, you're damaging layers of your skin. So again, not just that topical epidermal layer, you're actually breaking and um, causing damage within the layers under the skin because that's where the cellular generation happens that's where the collagen's produced that's where the healing happens so constant picking is interrupting that so picking this one spot could lead to permanent damage to the area which means the indentations of the skin pigmentations um or simply that like a pimple doesn't heal as quickly it leaves a red spot those are all things that Um, we see on the skin when there's been damage. So when picking the skin, it breaks the epidermis, which is that top layer of the skin that we're chatting about, which causes the damage to the vulnerable cells underneath the skin, because that's where, again, it's trying to regenerate the healthy cells. This is what we see from from our naked eye. We don't see the blood from picking the scab underneath the skin. We see a little bit red of dot or we see the texture. Um, but we don't see that continual damage that the picking does that breaks down the dermis, which is the middle layer of the cell. So like I said, we really only see the damage that the epidermis has, not really anything further from that. So broken skin has its own handful of issues that we unfortunately don't see until much later on, which often shows up in the indentations and or the pigment. You might have that immediate gratification or relief of something that was bothering you. And you have that moment, that slight moment of, yay, okay, the scab is gone. But now you wonder why your skin looks worse or that scab looks worse the second time around or why now your skin has pigmentations or indentations. So now you know the reason as to why that happens. So now for the popping. Dr. Pimple Popper has become so popular and a lot of people love popping pimples. There is a specific and safe way to do this, and that's why you hire a professional to eliminate the bacteria from a pore without causing damage or spreading the bacteria. As satisfying as this may be, popping your pimples is just one way of giving your skin permission to have more and larger pimples. A lot of time we pop our pimples to get rid of them. We pop them to release the inflammation, but what we don't realize is at the time of doing this, we're actually spreading the bacteria further and deeper into our skin. Think of it like an inverted volcano. This is my favorite analogy. The pressure used to pop the pimple on the surface, so the the pus that we see, not only releases the pus on the surface of, of our skin, 
And of course, that's why we do it. It provides that immediate gratification. But while you're doing that, the pressure of that bacteria, you're spreading it under the skin. The bacteria is moving quick and that's where you're going to have new blemishes. So have you ever wondered why you've popped a pimple and then beside it, you have another one and then another one or clusters of them? Or maybe you pop it and then for that day, it looks okay. But then tomorrow it's like 10 times bigger, 10 times redder. It's super painful. Well, this is why. When popping the pimple with your hands, especially too, you're adding bacteria to the bacteria. So the pressure from our hands pushes the oil into the skin, deeper into the skin. And as we push the bacteria into our skin, we're adding more bacteria to the top of, top of the skin because of our hands. So we're pushing oil and bacteria into the skin while introducing new oil and bacteria to the top of the skin, which as you can imagine, leads to likelihood of larger, new, painful blemishes, potentially even clusters of blemishes. So popping and picking for that matter, to be honest, does quite the opposite of what we really want and intend for our skin to do. So we may have good intentions of popping, you know, that pimple so that whitehead's not there or picking that scab so that scab's not there and our makeup can look even, but popping a blemish and picking our skin causes trauma to the skin. So popping a blemish causes trauma to the skin in very similar ways that picking does in the sense that it leads to scarring, interrupting the healing, pigmentation. Remember, a pimple's A pimple on the skin is a skin's way of saying, hey, I'm pushing out this bacteria. There's invaders here. They're not helpful. Get them away. This is inflammation. I don't want it. So popping and squeezing the bacteria of our skin contributes to larger pore sizes because we're incorrectly pushing out and and secreting that oil, which causes the um, pore to actually spread and grow because it's trying to to do what we're intending our skin to do. And squeezing the skin is forcing the oil and bacteria to come out of the skin in potential areas that it's not intended to. Um, Popping also breaks the skin. So popping or squeezing um, really, really hard can break your skin. You also have to be really careful if you have fragile capillaries because you can burst these. You can cause some um, red permanent spots in your face as well. These are all open doors for bacteria to sit and reside in these areas of your skin. Whether it's your pore, whether you picked at your skin, you just caused a lesion in your skin where bacteria can then sit and grow, reside, and that contributes to that cycle of pimples yet again. So popping and picking truly have a trickle effect. So now knowing that popping and picking is bad, and now knowing why it's bad, having the knowledge and information of what we have to do, that we're doing to our skin, to our skin's health, the layers of our skin, the long-term effects, you know, we understand now that popping and picking our pimples and our scabs make it worse. So then why do we do it? So if we have this information, why do we still do it even after knowing and being advised to not do this? Other than the obvious reason of like we've chatted about is popping and pipping popping and picking causes that immediate gratification because none of us like to look in the mirror and have a big pimple with a white head staring back at us. No one likes that. So we pop it because it's, you know, we don't, it's undesirable. But another reason is because we are bored or we're a picker and we're touching our face too much. It's a bad habit, especially if this goes to um, a habit that you tie to stress or anxiety or um just a little insecurities, you need to figure that out of a what triggers it, but also what can you do to avoid picking and popping. So knowing that 
anxiety or stress encourages you to do this, what can we do to stop that? So knowing the trigger that entices you the most, pop and pick your pimples, is really important here. So knowing the trigger can help us avoid the situations that cause us to pop and pick. So bringing it again to awareness. So we need the source other than knowing, okay, we're anxious and we're um, stressed. So our go-to is no longer going to be popping or picking. So let's break it down a little bit. The, the truth in breaking a bad habit. Number one is knowing and acknowledging that bad habit. And here we're going to say picking and popping is that bad habit. Knowing the cause and trigger that makes us do bad, the said bad habit. You know, stress, anxiety, um, insecurities, whatever. Then three is sourcing other ways to redirect our habit to be something less harmful. So instead of picking at your skin, maybe you can play with a zipper on your sweater. Or maybe you can, um, for me, I rub my collarbone. I don't really know why I rub my collarbone or I play with my hair. Maybe find something else that can give you that sensation, the tactile, the movement, um, without picking your face. Understanding why and how our current habit is harmful will help us stop because we know the importance of switching the habit. So now that we know what picking and popping our skin does to our skin and to our health and all of those things, understanding that, okay, yep, check. We understand that that's the trigger. We understand that's the bad habit. We're going to redirect it. And I'm now going to play with my hair, for example. So how can we avoid causing the damage to our skin? What can we do to stop picking and popping? Okay, so yeah, sure. It's easy enough said than done. Oh, just change your bad habit. What can we do to not have those big whiteheads staring back at us in the mirror that doesn't entice us to pop and pick? Use ingredients like salicylic acid or benzoyl peroxide. These two ingredients are very common and are often found in a lot of um, products you can find. And the reason why is because they're recommended to help reduce inflammation and treat bacteria. So you can apply either of these ingredients to your skin after you've iced the area. The icing will help reduce the inflammation, also can take away the itch, the redness. So do this for a few minutes and then apply a spot treatment. If you have a spot treatment with this ingredient, um, a mask, and this will provide some fast acting relief. I personally love the Arbonne Clear Future Salicylic Acid Spot Treatment. It's my favorite spot treatment and I definitely put that on all the blemishes that come to surface on my skin. Another option is to apply a mask, like I mentioned, that has some of these ingredients. This helps remove excess oil and leave the mask on for a few minutes, hop in the shower even, and it will loosen the clay. It will loosen the salicylic acid. It will loosen whatever um, is topically sitting on your skin. And then you can cleanse on top of that already loosened, clean skin. And then if you want, you can apply spot treatment on top of that, especially if it's at nighttime. Products like this can be so multi-purposed because you can apply the mask to your full face or you can simply just put it on target areas that you want to decrease. So don't forget, a mask doesn't have to just fully cover the face. You can even put it on spots on your back or your chest if you have any blemishes there. This combination, if you use a spot treatment, an icing, and a mask, will help subside the bacteria and limit the inflammation rather quickly. This I do in my treatments. This is why I often hear, oh my goodness, my pimple went down so quick the next day. Well, we steamed. I likely used the jade roller to also um, reduce the inflammation with the cooling. So it was like the heat like you can get from your, your warm shower. And then I put um, a mask on and then I cooled it down and then I put a spot treatment. 
So really great at fast acting um, to limit the inflammation. So salicylic acid, which is one of the ingredients we just talked about, helps break down oil and debris so that therefore is treating the bacteria or treating that spot that has a blemish. Salicylic acid is great at treating the oil and minimizing the appearance and helping the congestion. So whether it's a blackhead, a whitehead, or a bump, it's really, really great at minimizing that. Benzoyl peroxide unclogs the pores to allow bacteria to surface. And as much as we don't really love the whiteheads, the purging is actually sometimes a good thing. Benzoyl peroxide treats the blemish and, and prevents further ones as well. Benzoyl peroxide is also great for those under the skin blemishes. You know those cystic, those big ouchy ones that like usually don't surface? Benzoyl peroxide is really, really great for these ones. Both ingredients can cause a chance of purging, which means bringing up more blemishes to the skin. But as the skin is purging and the oils are surfacing, this is when again, the skin is trying and starting to heal. Both of these ingredients can be found in many products, um, masks, like I said, spot treatments, moisturizers, even cleansers. Of course, spot treatments are typically left on overnight. Masks are left on, you know, for a few minutes uh, here and there. Um, Cleansers usually are washed off rather quickly. So in this case, if you have a cleanser that has this um, one of or both of these ingredients or whatever, you can leave these cleansers on your skin or on the area you're treating for about five minutes and then rinse off. This is also really great if you have chest or back acne. This ingredient in your body, um, your body cleansers, your body soaps, really great at doing that, Um, helping to minimize the oil, helping to minimize the pore size, helping minimize the bacteria, and also can have a light action of relieving some of the pigmentation marks that are left. If purging happens, use the icing technique. That's the best way to minimize inflammation. Or like I said, you can always hop in the shower, help loosen and steam the skin, and then apply a mask before or after. There are lots of ways you can help your skin without popping or picking. Popping a pimple to leave it up to a professional. It doesn't matter how cool Dr. Pimple Popper is or makes it seem, popping pimples is not as easy as they make it out to be. And those videos are also, don't show you the damage that happens to the skin. They show you the immediate gratification, but they don't show you tomorrow, the next pimple or the larger pore or the pigmentation. Leave the extractions and the release of the bacteria to a professional. If you feel like you have a lot of them, consider booking a facial. You could also invest in a home LED handheld or mask option to really help with the stubborn blemishes. You can do things at home to minimize the congestion and to minimize the damage that it potentially could do. Next time you have a pimple, try one or some of these tips and tricks. If you don't have a spot treatment on hand, I would highly suggest you get one in your skincare kit. I always have one on hand. Like I said, the Arbonne Clear Future Salicylic Acid Spot Treatment, I always have it regardless, just in case, um, because you never know when you get a pimple. I also retail this product at my clinic or I have it available for you to purchase online. So if you have any questions, you can get in, ch- in touch with me. This is the same for the Arbonne Detox Rescue and Renew Mask. This is the clay mask that I was talking about that you can put on before you go in the shower. You can put it on in the shower, after the shower, whatever your routine is there. The mask helps control oil, minimizes bacteria. You can use it on your full face. You can use it as spot treatment. You can use it on your body, whatever. It helps pull some toxins out. And remember, no picking no popping. There are ways that you can treat this without spreading it and causing damage to your skin. It just calls for a few things that you need in your skincare kit and a few go-to practices. And it does require some self-control and some patience. 
So today is your official day one of no picking and popping. Congratulations. This is day one. If you mess up, don't be so hard on yourself. Give yourself some crap. Like, you know, give yourself some little scolding, but don't be too mean, especially if this is a new habit you're trying to break. If you do pop or pick, just go back to square one and, you know, make sure your, your next time lasts longer than your first time. If you made it day to day three, we'll say, okay, you picked and popped, give yourself some heck, and then strive for day four and so on and so on. Baby steps here is the best thing you can do. You've got this. I believe in you. Don't forget to share this episode, write a review and spread the love, not the bacteria. <laughs> Check out my show notes for all the links or of course the ways to be in touch with me to learn more, try some products out, get a you know, book in for a service, whatever it is, I would love to help you, especially if it's going to help avoid picking and popping. So as always, stay internally and externally beautiful, all you inspirational beings. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. 